All right. Good Saturday morning to all you Giants fans. I am Josh Lewis. This is Facing the Giants episode four. Joining me as always is my co-host Tyler McGurk. Tyler, how are we doing this fine, beautiful Saturday morning? I'm doing good. I've been a little sick, but I'm recovering. I'm ready to go. Uh, rough game last night, but yeah, yeah. I, this is what I wake up for to get talk Giants. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. All right. How you been, Josh? What's the uh, what's the uh, kind of the old adage? It's like, all right, like even the worst day having to talk baseball is better than most day days. Work, like yeah. normally fishing or something. My 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 worst day fishing is better than my best day at work or something. something yeah, like something like that. that. Yeah. I can't think of it. Uh, like I always I always go to the like. I don't remember what comedian said it, but it is is like uh, the whole analogy of pizza and sex, right? Like, even if it's bad, it's still pretty good. Like, <laughs> I feel that way about talking baseball. Like, even if it's yeah. bad, it's still pretty fun to talk about. So, um, so let's get into it. We'll kind of go, uh, we'll kind of go in in timeline order here, I guess. But uh, let so let's start with uh, the Dodgers. We did a lot of Dodger preview last week, uh, so we won't spend too much time on it, but. Um, just looking back at that, we dropped two out of three, uh, against the Dodgers, which is rough. Um, the, obviously the villain <laughs> playing the part, uh, is Max Muncy again, again, it's Max Muncy. Um, I, man, I, I hate Max Muncy. Like we were talking last week about our, our, our hated, most hated Dodgers. Right. And, um, I didn't. I didn't really talk about Max Muncy. I think he's there now. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> he's definitely hated. He's had incidents with the Bumgarner thing and the whole heat, and he's annoying. Like just the way he plays baseball. It's like this big, tubby guy who can hit a baseball really far. He draws walks. He strikes out a lot. Just a not my favorite. Cup. It's not my cup of tea to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. And he plays for the Dodgers and he kills the Giants. And yeah, he's definitely going on the most hated list. That's for sure. He even goes on the most hated list for me because of his comments of he hates playing in Oracle Park, but then still like absolutely destroys us at Oracle yeah. Park. <laughs> I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, he was batting what like a hundred coming into this yeah. <laughs> series um and i'm just like man you can't that's one of those guys that it's like man what what are we doing like if you got a guy that's that's that hot like you don't necessarily have to intentionally walk him but like can we be a little bit more careful instead of a hanging slider right over the middle of the plate like can we can we throw stuff off the plate see if you can make him bite he strikes out a lot like you said like what what are we doing here? Like, why would you give him anything even remotely close to hit? And it's just like, I I yeah. don't know. And and Kapler's explanation of that after the fact was just like kind of lame and just not not really a not really an answer. Like one of those manager answers of like speaking but not really answering the question of in terms of intentional walks. So that was frustrating. But yeah, just a whole lot of coach talk. Kapler's rubbed me in the wrong way. For a while now, we both feel the same way about him. Uh, he is what he is. It's yeah, I, the coach talk afterwards, not holding anyone accountable, not holding himself accountable. Yeah, and it's rough when you have we won. We won one series against the White Sox, and the rest I think have all been two, three, two, two yeah. losses, one wins. Yeah, yeah. It's not I mean the start the season. Uh, well, yeah, and I'm I'm on the side of like, okay, we're only 13 games in, which means in the West, we're only two and a half games back, even with how bad we've been playing. So, mm -hmm. like, you look at that, and it's like semi-encouraging, <laughs> oddly. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if anybody else is feeling this. But with the, um, I was talking about this in seventh inning stretch, uh, that for me, this season, there feels... I, I'm kind of tired of the it's a long season trope. Like yep. I, I'm just, I'm kind of done with that argument. I do feel like a more sense of urgency uh, this season. I think that most people do. And I don't know if that's because I'm in that mindset of like the pitch clock is speeding up games. And so games are going faster. And so you kind of get in that mode of trying to like speed things up. Um, 
but I do feel like that. Like I don't, I don't, I do feel like there's a little bit more of a sense of urgency uh, this season to uh, to do well and and to stay in the thick of it. Like I don't, I don't feel like oh, it's a long season. We'll bring it back. No, like we we need to win games. Like let's go. Um, do you is that any type of feeling that you're having on that? Or are you kind of still more on the like? Ah, it's a long season. We'll be all right. Like kind of trying to take the the encouraging route. No, I'm I'm with you on this one. When you see the Carol, or not the Carol, the Arizona Diamondbacks playing well, then you see the Padres not playing well, still seven and eight, hanging around the 500 line. You know they're going to get hot at some point. They're going to get Fernando Tatis back. We're not getting any of these guys coming back from some. We get Haniger, who's a good player, but he's not on Tatis's level when Tatis is healthy and checked in. Absolutely. And then with the way the Diamondbacks are playing, and then you have the Dodgers always there, it's just going to be getting more difficult as the season goes on. And these are teams we should be beating, the Tigers, the White Sox, maybe not the Yankees. The Yankees are a good team, but you got to take advantage of the AL Central. Yeah, especially the bottom feeders of the AL Central. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we dropped two or three against the the Royals. I mean, the Royals are not yeah, good. The Royals. Like they're terrible. Like you have to beat the bad teams. And when you're losing to the bad teams, like when do we get to the point where we're like, okay, the Giants are a bad team? Like that? Where? Like when? When? What's that tipping point? Because I don't think we're quite there yet. Like I do think we still have like a solid team. We've been rocked with injuries. Like, but so have some other teams. So I mean, it, that's where like the long baseball season is kind of a thing where it's like, all right, like we'll we'll get some of these guys back. But, um, man, it's just it's it's so frustrating and i don't want like every episode we do to be a frustrating episode but uh this, this episode <laughs> i am 100 on the side of frustration um so uh we've got the tigers again today and tomorrow um early early games um and then we go into the mets and marlins and like what's what's your thinking going into that? Like I'll I'll stick kind of with the with the timeline schedule here, uh, and then we'll jump into other some some other stuff. But like, what are your what are your thoughts on the Mets and Marlins coming up? Obviously, like what we were talking about, the Marlins are a bad team. They're not good. Um, the the that's one that that we should at least take the series, if not sweep them. Um, I feel like the Mets, even though they're the Mets, for me are weird. Like I'll they're they're eight and six they're just about above 500 they i know they spent a ton of money but for some reason i get the vibe from them is they're just kind of a kind of the same vibe i had for the giants they're just a solid team like i don't feel like they're like lights out elite anything like that especially with the injuries that they have so what are your thoughts on these these couple series coming up I'll start with the Tigers first. Uh, Dean Scafani's been pretty good. It's, he was great in the spring. He's done all, he had a great game his last time he pitched. I They got to beat the Tigers. With these. And then Webb pitches the second. They have to win these next two games. Not have to, but they ideally they win these next two games. They go to Miami. They got Wood, Cobb, and Manaya, And they avoid Alcantara, which is a big plus. They don't have to face him. You take two or three of them, and then you got the Mets. I think the Mets are better than you're giving them credit for. They do have injuries, but with they have guys like Lindor in their lineup. They have guys like Pete Alonso. They still have Scherzer. Verlander's out. He'll be coming back. I still I think they're better than the Giants right now as far as talent on the roster. Sure. Are the Giants on a not playing their best baseball yet? Hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't get worse. <laughs> but yeah, I think they take two the next two from the Tigers, they get two or three from the Marlins. I'll be at April twenty first, Scherzer versus Webb. I'm excited oh, for that. Be fun. Should be a great game. Uh but yeah, I, I think this is there's no bad time to make a move, and they need to start winning games, stacking series, and we'll see how it goes. But I think the next two against the Tigers are very important to start that run. Yeah, abs absolutely. Yeah, you you have to win these next two games. The Tigers are not good. <laughs> like they are, <laughs> they are not a good team. Like you definitely have to uh, take take those games. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, we should be looking if we're i mean like you said like it's it's baseball like anything can happen but when you're looking at the schedule and you're looking at the record and you're just like man this this team should like we should have gotten out of the gates hot like other than the yankees we weren't really playing that great of teams other well yankees and dodgers but 
Um, the Dodgers is always a wild card. Either we beat them or they beat us. Like it's not really a, <laughs> there's not really a, a thing there. So, um, the, if you're looking at the, the record, like to me, it should at least be flip-flopped. Like we should be eight and five, not five and eight. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's a little frustrating. Um, I haven't been, um, like it's weird. Like one of the, one of the kind of tropes I saw last year of for giants fans was giants fans just trashing on Kepler's moves and whatnot. And I've actually like, I haven't noticed that as much this year. Like maybe he is making some moves that I just haven't been like, Oh, I hate it. But, um, I, I have felt that there's been a little bit more consistency to the lineup. Guys just aren't performing. Like, I mean, when you look at Doval yesterday, this whole pitch clock thing seems to be in his head. Like he just seems off. He gave up the the loss yesterday. Um, just every time he's out there, he looks incredibly uncomfortable. Um, and so I don't know if that is something that is um, a coachable issue or he needs to like, I don't know, be put in some <laughs> less high leverage situations for a couple times to get his confidence back mm-hmm. uh, or something. Um like the kid's a stud. I love Doval. Like I, I love him as a closer, but have, have you noticed that? Like, it, it seems like he just seems really off. So yesterday was the first game I hadn't watched. Um, so I didn't see the game. I just saw that he gave up the loss. I saw that we lost an extras on a walk off and, and whatnot. Um, but every time I've seen him this season so far, he just seems really thrown off. Um, he's had a few already pitch clock violations, uh, which the giants are leading the league in by the way, uh, pitch clock violations. Um, so it just, it really seems to be messing with his head a little bit. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts on Duvall right now? I mean, yesterday he couldn't find the strike zone. He gave up the walk-off home run out of three O's just getting him fastball that whoever the guy is on the Tigers, I've never even heard of like Hansel or Hansel. I don't know. They jacked it out of the park <laughs> for a few months out to win it. Yeah. He gets a little wild sometimes. I don't, I mean, I'm not in his head. I don't know. But yeah, this pitch clock is the thing that has changed since last year when he was pretty solid, when he was money, basically. He had a couple of tough outings. But when he's not finding the strike zone, it's going to be a long, long inning for him. Yeah. And if, and then he can't take his time to sort of figure it out in his own head, it adds up and it seems to add up. He has like a six and a half ERA at this point. Yeah. Who knows how it goes forward? I think he'll figure it out. I'm not worried about him so much as the Rogers signing is the guy who I'm like, how do we even put this guy in anymore? He can't get anybody out. He's always leaving guys on, not leaving guys on base and anybody, but leaving guys on base to be taken out where other guys are getting brought in with yeah. guys on base when he comes out of a game. He, he's hard. He can barely get through an inning at this point. He, so yeah, Rogers he, he, is my biggest. <laughs> He threw he threw his glove away in the in the dugout the other day, and I'm just like, I don't think that was the problem, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I was texting you about it the other day. Like, it seems like that was the problem with the other Rogers brother last year, and and a lot of mm. uproar was like, why are we even putting this guy in? Still, he seems to have found his groove a little bit now this year, and now his oh, brother's here. And now his brother's here and it's like, we signed him because he was so good last year and brought him over and signed him as a free agent. Now we've got both brothers here and now he's just like all of a sudden playing like his brother from last year. I'm just like, what is going on? Like he cannot get anybody out. He walked three pitchers in his last uh, three batters in his last appearance. I mean, yeah, like talk about f- not finding the strike zone with Doval. Like Rogers can't find the strike zone. Yeah. It seems like, and it's just like, what has happened to him? Because he was he was one of the signings where I, that I was pumped about because uh, he was is so solid last year. And now watching him this year, I'm like, yeah. How do you how do you put him in? And like, I mean, the other guys in there, Alexander's been great. Um, uh, Brebia has been okay. Like he's he's been Brebia. He's not like gonna light anybody up or anything um but after that the bullpen has just been hegeli hasn't been good rogers we already talked about him the ball has been awful yeah it's we have like two guys are doing really well one guy's brevia and the rest have just been god awful and a recipe to not win games especially with the way the giants play baseball 
yeah, you you have to have, and I mean, and the defense hasn't been fantastic. Like it hasn't been as bad as last year, but yeah, I mean, it hasn't been great other than like, we've had some highlights, but then uh, like <laughs> poor Bryce Johnson, he gets a highlight real catch and then he's out in the concussion protocol. So it's like, man, like just, it just can't buy a break with that. And so it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, like if your recipe is going to be like, Hey, solid, timely hitting, which our hitting has been, uh, has not been bad. Like it's been better than last year in terms of like runners in scoring position and stuff like that. But I'm like looking at the defense, looking at the pitching, like those are the things that you have to hang your hat on and we just, our hats are falling off the hanger. Like <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not working that way. And the way I, I have seen, I do feel like, um, our pitchers have gotten a, our starting pitchers, um, have been okay. Like Logan Webb's been a little off, but I think he'll figure it out. He just, he'll make an adjustment and he's just had a few mistakes here and there that have led to home runs. And that's really hurt him. Um, I think Webb will be good. We'll talk more about him in a second. Um, yeah. Disco has been awesome. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching him play Cobb and, um, uh, uh, Oh shoot. I just had a <laughs> brain fart. Uh, wood. There we go. Uh, have, have been, Okay, Shamanaya has been great other than his uh his first it wasn't a start, so his first appearance, there we go, uh of the season. So it's like you're you're looking at this team and it's like the starting pitching just like last year is good. I feel like we've got a little bit of a quick hook on on our starting pitchers. Um it's like, oh, a guy gets to first base, let's take him out um in the 5th inning or whatever oh. <laughs> whatever it is, and that's going to that's going to burn out our bullpen really really quickly. And this is the Kapler issue that we had last year where we burnt out our bull. But we started off pretty hot last year, and then we just fell apart. And it's the middle of the season. Then we got hot the last 10 games to get the 500. But, it, yeah, we don't trust our starters to go more than four innings until – if there's any trouble after four innings, it seems like they're getting taken out almost immediately. And yeah. with the way the bullpen's performing, it's very frustrating to watch. Like, why are we doing this? To put in – guys who we don't know that are going to be successful like yeah I don't know. I'd, I'd i'd rather have a i'd rather have a pitches 75 to 85 of web than pitch one of 10 of rogers exactly like I, agree it's, I like yeah will he maybe make a mistake yeah but so will rogers i mean it's like <laughs> what like i they're on web specifically, he's your ace for a reason. Like you would never see another team taking Scherzer out or Verlander yeah. out or Alcantara out, or like you wouldn't see the, if he's your ace freaking treat him like one and let him figure it out and let him get out of those, those later six, seventh innings uh, or get to the six and seventh inning. Um, and don't, yeah, don't just rely on the bullpen so much. And that was something that I felt like, like somebody uh, I was talking to brought up the Bochi effect, like would uh, talking about how Bochi managed, like it drove me nuts how, how Bochi managed the bullpen. But guess what? Nobody was burned out. Like nobody ever got burned out. Nobody ever. And uh, it feels to me unfair to compare Kapler to, to Bochi. But uh, at the same time, like, you almost can't help it. Like, cause some, they were asking like, Oh, would Bochi have pitched to Muncie or what? Like there, there's still that element of what would Bochi do? And I'm like, there's one side of me that's like, okay, that's valid. But on the flip side of that, it's like, he's in Texas, let it go. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Also to just... be fair to Kapler real quick, Bochi didn't have to deal with the, you have to pitch the three batters rule either. He'd come Correct. in and pitch one guy, like Javi Lopez would face one guy, Ramon Ramirez. Ramirez, I believe, Ramon Ramirez, yeah. I think, was the guy, would come in and face the next two, get out of yeah. the All right, move on. You yeah, can't do that. Uh, Affel, Jimmy so. Affel was another one. Yeah, yeah, come in, come in, face one or two batters and be done. Like, yeah, so, so like, 100%. Yeah. Different, different rules, different, different era. So yeah, hundred percent. We'll give, give Kapler a little bit of credit there, but, uh, or at least <laughs> not discredit him, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, I'm, I'm still not on the, I'm still not on the, um, fire. <laughs> it's funny. Darren put that up right as I was about to say this. Uh, I'm still not on the fire Kapler bandwagon quite yet. Um, however, I think that's right. Uh, I think that take is, is fair. 
Uh, I think if the Giants don't make the playoffs this year, um, I I do think that Kapler should be gone. Like, I don't think it's, um, I mean, he's had what? Like, this is his fourth year now, fifth year. Um, I'm trying Which, to. Uh, 107 winning season, his second year? I think this is his fourth year. 107th was his second. Yeah. So, so this is his fourth year. One, two, three. Yeah, four. Yep. So this is, this is year four. Um, and uh, I mean, that's more time than a lot of managers get. And I'm just like, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's more time than Madden got with the, the angels. I mean, just like, it's to me, there's been enough of a body of work now to be like, okay, he's not the answer. Uh, so again, predicated on no playoffs. Like if, if the giants make the playoffs, I think he, he stays, but, um, I'm, I'm, but I'm not on that bandwagon yet. Even, even though I don't care for him, I'm not going to say like, yeah, we need to fire Kapler right now. Like yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not on that bandwagon yet, but I'm, I mean, if they did fire him, I wouldn't be upset about it. I wouldn't be 100%. Like, no, this is terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I, agree 100%. With, I, I wouldn't fire him yet. Did they, they accepted him after uh, the 107 win season or after last year. Yeah. Um, Something like after. that. He got, yeah, he got like two more years or something like that. So like, um, I don't think he's going anywhere until after this season, no matter what happens, if he does go anywhere farhan I don't I know what that, you do. I, I think, think that's the, I think he's the, yeah, I think he's the key. If Farhan goes, then, then Kapler is going to go. Um, I think, I think Farhan should go before Kapler does, honestly. Uh, like if we're, if we're playing that game, but um I love the I love the conspiracy theorists that are out there that are like, oh, he was a Dodgers guy and now he's here just to wreck the Giants because he's still a Dodgers guy. I'm like, come on, guys, that's not how that's not how front offices and positions in baseball work. But um, you no, know, yeah. egomaniac. These guys are—they're they, not losing anything on purpose. These guys—they're all trying yeah, to no win. Way. I don't he's, take by that at all. No, he's not some double agent. Like, yeah, no way. Um, but I'm also—I also have not been impressed with him. So I. I um don't like the way he builds teams. I don't I mean like yes, he had some success with the Dodgers and that's why they went and got him, but um I think it's showing that it's more uh for the Dodgers at least. I think it's more of an organizational thing than a farhand thing. So, um I think they're that I think that's starting to bear it out, but um yeah, I think I think Farhan's the one before Kapler uh, in in my hierarchy of firings. <laughs> I guess you can call them. I don't. I, they're right there, pretty even. I thought Farhan was supposed to be able to build a minor league system, and he has he has Harrison, who's supposed to be really good. Yeah, he has Luciano, who can't stay healthy, and after yeah. that, it's back to the normal giant like prospects who don't it's, work out and it's middle of the pack like they're just they're not terrible they're not great like they're just they're middle of the road and that's been like the giants mo over the last few years um other than the breakout 107 win season like it's just we're right in the middle of everything like it's just middle 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 and like you ask a squirrel or a deer what happens in the middle you get hit by a car like there's you just you don't win anything so um i'm i'm sick of being in the middle like i would either just be i'd either rather just be bad and start building something like the reds or like uh i'm trying i like the reds have a lot of they've been bad but they've got a lot of really good young talent the the orioles like these organizations that were bad for a few years that now have great young guys coming up uh, and that are going to be good for a, a really long time. Um, the I almost said the Braves, but they never really were bad. Like like they might have had one terribly. year of being they bad. Might, yeah, they they just seem to reload every year. Same with the Dodgers. But um, like it's it's really that's an interesting point. So seems like Giants fans never bought into Farhan from the start. Um, that's an interesting point. I don't know that that's necessarily accurate. I'll, I'll be honest. Like that's when, definitely not true with me. I loved Farhan when they hired him. I was like, oh, this I, guy seems like a genius. He built the Dodgers from their city organization and got yeah. them to where they are. And I thought he, I was all in on the guy. Uh, yeah. Just, I was encouraged by it. Land the big fish. Yeah. I was, I was encouraged by it. I don't know that we speak for all giants fans, but it, <clears> it definitely was an encouraging hire. Like it looked good on paper. Um, but his lineups look good on paper. So I don't know, but, <laughs> yeah. um, the, so yeah, I, I, 
I was not, I will say this. I was not sold on Kapler from the start. Um, Farhan, I was like, all right, this is a good thing. But I'm like Kapler and what happened with him with the, uh, who was it? The Phillies and, and stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not really confident in this guy. So, um, the, yeah, we'll, we'll have more conversations on, on that as, as we go along, I want to get to some other stuff, but, um, but this is a, a good point about where we're at in the schedule and, and kind of where our record is. This is current teams within one game of the giants record. Red Sox, White Sox, Tigers, Astros, Mariners, Phillies, Cardinals, Reds, Padres, Rockies. So you take out the, if you take out the Astros and Phillies, who I'm sure both of them will figure it out. Those are bad teams. Like, oh yeah, the Cardinals, maybe if their pitching ever gets figured out. Um, we'll talk more about them next week, but um, those are bad teams. Like that, that's, that's the, it's not the basement of like the A's and the Rockies and, and the Reds, but like, that's those are bad teams like the that that we're kind of in the pack with and so like i don't again i don't think we're in the category of um bad team quite yet i think there's still enough time to turn it around but um for me there is that sense of urgency of like let's go let's 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 turn this around a little bit so um that that being said so let's talk uh, a little bit about so one thing that's killing us is injuries right like we're um we're, we're struggling with, with the injuries. Yeah. Like we have, we have three outfielders on our, on our roster right now. I mean, you've got some guys that can maybe play a little bit of outfield. If you're looking at like Peterson, rough Wade, I mean, um, <laughs> that's a little, no pun intended. That's a little rough though. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, our, our technically our outfielders that are listed are just Conforto Ramos and yes. Um, you've got just so many injuries to the outfield right now. I mean, um, now you've got JD Davis is day to day. Jock Peterson is day to day. Um, Conforto is day to day. I mean, it's just like, and then you've got the actual guy, the guys that are actually injured. You've got Slater, you've got Johnson, you've got Perez, you've got Hanniger. I mean, these are guys that you were hoping to be in your lineup. And without those guys, it's been, I, man, I'm a Mitch Hanniger fan. Like, I cannot wait till he gets back. Like, it's just that part has been uh, kind of frustrating for me. Like, I cannot wait. Uh, and again, that sense of urgency. Like, I cannot wait for Hanniger to get back. Um, I'm okay with Bryson. Uh, <laughs> that sounded bad. I'm okay with Bryson, Bryce Johnson being hurt. Um, just he seemed a little bit of a re he seemed to need a little bit of a reset button in terms of his hitting. Because um, I really like the kid. I would love to see him play. Uh, but like, uh, just the injuries are just stacking up and, and killing us. Like that's, that's been, I mean, that was an issue last year and it's just guys can't stay healthy again this year. I mean, yeah, I, I like Bryce Johnson. I wish he, I mean, his hitting wasn't great, but I wish they just used him in a super utility role, play him defense and let him pinch run and late it yeah. and steal bases. Um, yeah, I, the injuries are not good. Roberto Perez going out for the year isn't helpful, but it leaves an opening for Joey Bart, who had a pretty good week at the plate. Hopefully he keeps getting plate appearances. We'll see how that goes. It seems like he's in the doghouse with the Giants since he's been called up. Well, it's like we've talked about it before. I don't know. Um, but to answer the Bearded Otters question about if the Cardinals, Phillies, and Astros, and even the Mariners just need time to figure it out. Because the Giants don't have the talent the Cardinals, Phillies, Astros, or even the Mariners have. It's exactly Let's right. be real. Look at the players the Cardinals, the Astros, the Phillies, and the Mariners have. Giants don't have anyone like how. They don't have a Julio Rodriguez. They don't have a Dolan Arenado or a Paul Goldschmidt. They don't have a Trey Turner or a Bryce Harper. And they definitely don't have any of the Astros lineup. That lineup's yeah. deep for one through nine. So, like, that's yeah. why there's a little panic here. I'm not giving up on the team. I believe in the team still. It just hasn't been a good start, and we've played bad teams, and we haven't even been able to beat them. So that's mm -hmm. where my frustration comes. Back to what we were talking about. Yeah, the injuries. That's why we do say it's a long season, because injuries happen, and some players are going to get hurt on other teams. It's going to cost them games down the stretch. How did you feel, obviously, with all these injuries piling up, <laughs> how did you feel about um... – about Darren Ruff coming back. It seemed like everybody, all the giant, all the giants fans and groups that I'm in and stuff like that. were all like, Hey, welcome back, Darren, blah, blah, blah. This is great. And I'm just like, why? No, thanks. No, <laughs> I, I was like, why are we bringing this guy? They can't play defense. I've seen him in the outfield. He's like, okay. Hitter against lefties. He can 
but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I it it was interesting. That was an interesting deal uh, to to bring him back. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of his. Uh, if if we're being completely honest, yeah. um, I don't uh, like. It was the same thing like with the signing from uh, uh, Beatty from the Royals. I'm like, if this guy can stay on a roster, like, why are we signing him? Um, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. like, I know, yes, he has spent time with the Giants. We're familiar with him. There is that familiarity with him. But I'm just like, why? Like, why are we not? I don't know. That's going, the key going word to use route. is familiarity. That seems what the Giants' mo is. If they're familiar with you, they know what you can and can't do. Then they'll give you a shot over something they aren't familiar with, which is pretty frustrating. Because when yeah. a guy isn't very good, I'd rather have the guy I don't know isn't very good yet. Yeah, like, in my opinion, at least figure out if that guy's not very good. We already or, know what rough is. Yeah, we already know what he is, or or at least bring somebody up from the minors that you just like. All right, go out there and let them fail or succeed. Like, just, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'd much rather be making moves like that. Um, I know that's a big frustration. I was talking with a guy uh, that does a Mets podcast, and I know that's a big frustration for the Mets right now. It's like, why are you not bringing up these guys that are studs in the minor leagues? Um, not that we have a whole lot of studs in the minor leagues, but. Like, why are you not bringing these guys up to see what they can do when the guys that are up here, you're just like, oh, like we we are familiar with them. Like, let's let's give them a shot. It seems like the yeah, the Giants MO is either familiarity or, hey, you're over 30 and we're good once. Let's sign them. Um, that's that seems to be an MO, too, that hasn't changed in the in the different front office uh, iterations. But um I could go off on a whole episode on that, but the, um, yeah, the, the rough signing was kind of puzzling. However, I am a big fan of the other signing that just happened this week of, uh, Logan Webb getting his deal, uh, and his extension. Um, I mean, you texted me, like you broke the news to me because I, I wasn't on social media much, uh, this week. Um, you, you broke the news news to me. And so I was like, as soon as I got that text from you, I'm like, awesome like i was super excited like obviously you were too so like like let's talk about logan webb for a minute uh farhan did great i don't like five years 90 million for logan webb that's a steal like maybe passing up on rodon for 162 million and he hasn't even pitched for the yankees that passing up on gosman for i think it was 110 million to the blue jays i mean i'd rather have gosman here just because of the depth he he is like the road yeah and he's good but five years for and ninety million for Logan Webb and a guy who's performed in the playoffs when he's been in the playoffs, just a great signing. And great that they got him at a bargain deal. So like shout out to Farhan. Like you deserve a round of applause. You did great on this signing. You brought Logan Webb back at a great deal. Uh, I have nothing negative to say. It's all positive. Good job. Yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, he, he's got the stuff, right? Like you said, he's got the track record. Like everybody was freaking out just because of the timing, right? Like uh, people are freaking out because like, Oh, like we just paid a guy with an ERA of six. And I'm just like, hold on. (laughs) Like, like let's, let's look at the track record a little bit of, of what Logan Webb has done and how good he is. And let's look at what that let's look deeper than just that ERA number and what has actually happened in the games. So like to me, yeah, the timing does look a little weird for I like I get the I get the optics of it. Um, but let's let's be a little bit more critical thinkers than that. And <laughs> let's let's look at it and be like, no, this is this is a freaking steal um, to to uh, quote uh, a show that I like. But um, the it, it's it's one of those deals that we've been that everybody keeps praising the Braves for right. Locking up these young guys for longer for not the max amount of money that they're going to get on the free agent market. Um, It's just, yeah. I mean, excuse me. We, we gave him what number two, number three money and he's going to be our ace. Like that's, that's a really good deal guys. Like that was a great signing by him. Like that's probably the only signing where I've been like, Holy crap. That's a huge win for, for Farhan. Like since yeah. he's been here, um, that's, that's the one signing where I'm just like, all right, now we're, now we're cooking with grease or whatever that saying is, um, that, 
that was a great deal. I'm excited about it. I'm really high on Logan Webb. I think he'll be a great ace. Um, and just as he gets older, I think he'll even be like a great number two, a great number three. As we get younger guys in, different aces in, whatever, like I think he'll be really, really good for a really long time. And so I'm I love this deal. Um I love the position that 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 puts them in, in in terms of saving some money to be able to go after uh, some other guys, some other free agents, um, some other trades where we can take on money, stuff like that. Um, there are some things. Ooh, I'll throw this out. Um, let, let's touch on the roster here for a minute while we're while we're talking but, but, about deals. Before you move on, I wanted to touch yeah, yeah. on the timing of the signing. I'm yeah, a yeah. Bay Area sports fan, and when Steph Curry got signed back in like 2000. Well, when he had terrible ankles, he's coming off two badly sprained ankles where he was missing the rest of the regular season. He got extended for five years, like sixty million or something. Mm -hmm. Just a bargain basement deal. I'm not comparing Logan Webb to Steph Curry and like the impact he's gonna have, but that set up that whole franchise's run because they had this superstar who won two MVPs playing yeah. at a bargain level deal that could they could bring in KD. They could make all these moves. And that's the type of deals you need. It's going to have to be more than one of them in baseball because it takes more than one player to really set things up. But yeah, the timing, yeah, it doesn't look good. Six ERA, but who cares? Three starts. He has a whole track record. And even if he, it's not that bad. There's worse pitchers getting paid a lot more money than that. And from what it sounds like, he he kind of figured out what was going on. He, like he made a little mechanical tweak. And so I'm anxious to see kind of what he does in his next start um on i think he's on sunday if i remember correctly um that I, i'm anxious to see how that lines up like yes it's going to be against the tigers but so what <laughs> like um darren brings up a good point here the giants did do that with Matt bum back when they, he was a young guy they did and they got out of they got out of that deal at the right time like because he he's now not been great for the diamondbacks but um the yeah they they I don't, that wasn't Farhan though. So, I mean, that was, yeah. I think that was before his time. So, was... um, so, oh, so let's talk about, uh, roster a little bit. Like I, I, I love the front office side of things. I love the business side of baseball, roster construction, stuff like that. Um, and so this week got me thinking on like what, um, uh, I'm going to go a different route than what I told you. We were going to talk about like ideal lineups and whatnot, but, um, I want to flip that a little bit. Like, is there anybody, that you kind of have your eye on. It's like, Oh, this guy might be available or that guy might be available. Or um, I I'm thinking about like acquisition, not necessarily anybody on our roster now that we would want to trade away. I don't want to talk about that yet, but like, is there anybody where it's like, Hey, let's keep an eye on this guy this year. Uh, this might be a guy we can grab at the trade deadline. This might be a guy that we can grab in the off season um, stuff like that. Has there been anybody? Cause I'm already thinking that uh for the for the giants like how can, how can perfectly. we improve and what what guys can we get i'll be perfectly honest i haven't really looked into it you mentioned a guy last week salvador perez would fit perfectly i don't know if the royals will give up salvador perez he seems like yeah. their franchise at this point like i mean i'm sure all their marketing is salvador perez well he's their he's but their captain be the, but he'd and... be the perfect fit um any reliever who can throw strikes and get people out is what i really think the giants need is just more reliever yeah. help uh, the batting order will figure itself out. They just need to get more consistent. It seems like the games they win, they score 10 runs. The games they lose, they score one. The last couple of games, <laughs> yeah. they scored five, which is promising. They lost yep. both of them, but at least they were putting runs on the board in close games. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, don't, I haven't really looked into it. I, I know they need reliever help. I'm, so so I'm going to – I'm gonna... I'm going to throw out a name and everybody who listens or sees it will probably like just go at me hard for this name. But his name is the name popped into my head only because he's made the news <laughs> the last week or so for for terrible reasons. Um, but uh, he he's another infielder. We're a little bit infielder heavy. Uh, well, I, I won't give my reaction. I'm just going to throw out the name and, and you can kind of go with it. Cause I'm sure you'll have a strong reaction one way or the other. Javi Baez of the, of the Tigers. I'd bring him in. I'd take a chance on him. He, he'll make the defense better at, at the bare minimum. Like he can play defense. He picks it. I, and maybe he brings the fun, like 
something that the clubhouse the Giants need. Maybe it loosens it up because he likes to have fun. He's his hitting has left a lot to be desired the last couple of years. And, and he's got a been like a he's got a big deal. He he he's being paid a lot of money, <sighs> but it, he's on his way out of of Detroit. Oh, I mean, sure. I, th- I think that's been made pretty obvious over the last week, and he's had some um some uh sports center non highlights we'll say <laughs> over the last week uh and some mental errors but honestly like i think the giants do ha- have a history and a good job of bringing guys in that just need a change of scenery right like that just need a different opportunity a different clubhouse a different group of guys uh, a different mentality and so that just because he was in the news this week i was like oh maybe like Maybe I could get on board with with Javi Baez. Maybe he does something to where he changes things up and and gets better and is able to engage better because um, he just looks completely mentally disengaged from from the Tigers. But um, it would be, uh, yeah, a, a huge risk, obviously. Uh, but like, how I don't even know. I didn't look it up. Uh, I don't even know how many deal how many years he's got left on his deal. But um, we've we've got the money right obviously like we we're gonna spend the money on on judge and and uh cabrera but uh or not cabrera um the but correa the um he has four more years four more years okay so pretty so pretty significant but i mean if you're the tigers and you want to get him out of your clubhouse and you want to get him away from your team like maybe the tigers pick up some of that paycheck so um yeah, man. I my biggest I, I'd concern with it would be positional need. It's just sure. it's not really. Exactly. But I'd still bring him in if we're not giving any assets up and it's just money. It's a it's something the Giants have never done really is eat money like that is a risk. We'll see if they decide to do it now. I, he's talented. He's proven it in the past. Yeah. You don't you don't just auto all of a sudden forget how to play baseball. Like that doesn't happen. Like there's some there's other elements to it. Um and <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a fair point. <laughs> but, Tends yeah. to show up when he's on a good team, throws tantrums when teams are bad. He's a teenager. Um that you're you're not wrong. <laughs> but no. uh but wrong. I do think that I don't know, man. I, I think that change of scenery could be good. So I'd be willing to take risk on him. There's other players around that I've kind of kept my eye on that I don't think is super realistic. Like, but I'm looking at the, the quote unquote bad teams, right. That, that usually deal players. So you're looking at like the pirates, the A's, the, I mean, just all these different teams that are, uh, perennially like just bad. Um, and so I'm looking, cause one of the things like we were talking about the Royals, one of the ones I was looking at was Bobby Witt jr. To take over for Crawford, who I'm sure is not going to be here too much longer. Um, Obviously, he's a young stud, though, so they're probably not going to get rid of him anytime soon. But yeah, I can't imagine um, that. But I am looking at like kind of more um, uh, other teams. Another name that I that I've been keeping an eye on is uh, Shea Langeliers from uh, the A's. Like our our catching situation is just bad, um, and he's a young guy that just he'll get a full season this year at catcher um, and probably a couple other positions. Um, so sorry, Darren, if you're still listening, um, I would love to poach Shay from you guys, but, uh, cause I think that would solidify our, our catching situation a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, always relievers, always looking at relievers. So you're looking at guys like, uh, uh, Chapman or, or anything like, uh, on the Royals again. Um, just any, any of those arms that could, that could boost our, our bullpen is always great. So, um, all right, that all uh, being said, oh, I have forgotten to pay some bills. So while we're at a little bit of a pausing point, let me do that real quick and get the uh, ads going. All right, so I'm a baseball guy, and my goal is to actually see a game in every Major League Baseball stadium. Now, I'm more than a third of the way there, and I never buy from the team's websites. SeatGeek is my first stop whenever I'm heading to a new city for a ball game. Now, obviously, they've got some other sports as well as concert tickets, Broadway, comedy, I mean, you name it. And now for BSN listeners, they're actually offering you 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. So just use the code BSN, that stands for Variety Sports Network. So that's BSN to save 20 bucks. So put that to use for some food or for some drinks at whatever event you are wanting to attend. 
Again, that code is VSN to save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase. And while that was playing, <laughs> Darren, he was an A's fan, your co-host on Fatboy Fadeaway, brings up a great point. He'll be available in two years. He'll become an all-star first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, we love trashing on the A's just because it's funny. Like, we don't uh, trash on a lot of teams, but they're they're across the bay, and they're they're just that. They're too easy, a man. Dumpster fire. Yeah, too easy. All right, so... Uh, we kind of covered everything that we wanted. Just to, um, I wanted to touch on uh, one thing, just because I was I was curious, kind of your reaction, if it's a thing at all. But it's kind of a very very minor story. I just keyed in on it because of uh, a couple of personal things. But Kapler was talking a little bit about the new rules and about uh, Spanish speaking players and English speaking umpires. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because it was Kepler who said it, and he's the manager of the Giants. So let's talk about it. Uh, he mentioned Tyro Estrada by name. Uh, like, he basically is like, hey, we've got this plan in place. Like, Tyro, if you if there's anything you don't understand, call somebody out uh, to help you. Um, call timeout, call somebody else, like from coaching staff or whatever. And so, but he brought up a, an interesting point, uh, at least to discuss and to look at, is do you... Is there any type, especially with all the new rules and new understanding, is there a language barrier, understanding barrier between Spanish-speaking players and English-speaking umpires making different calls, enforcing these new rules, stuff like that? Do you think there's any traction there that Kapler is is talking about, uh, or is this kind of a kind of a non-story? I think it's kind of, I think it's, I don't, I don't buy it. I just, do they know how to read? Like, can't you provide them a Spanish like rule book that like tells them what the new rules are? Like, obviously there's going to be the barrier of like communicating because you can't understand each other, but you should, the player, it's on the manager, I guess, at that point to make sure the players understand the rules. It shouldn't be on the umpire to make sure the player understands yeah. the rules where I would be like, what are we talking about here? Like, get a, yeah, I mean, it'll, you, someone should be able to translate it. So yeah. they know the rules. It would be my bottom line on that. Yeah. So I I have a lot of uh, understanding and interest in uh, Latin players. And so in, in terms of their adjustments coming over to the United States for, for baseball. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot of levels there and a lot of different aspects to that side of the game that I'm very much... Um, uh, a, a proponent of or discussions on or things that need to improve. This is not one of them. Um, this is like when he, when he came out and said that, I'm just like, really dude, like, it feels like you're kind of grasping at straws here, like to uh, then. And yeah, I'm, I had the same thought you did of like, well, that's on you then dude, like yeah. make sure your players understand what's happening, whether that's you personally, whether that's another coach, a Sp Spanish speaking coach, bilingual coaches, like, I just, I just felt like it was a weak excuse. Like I, I felt like he was grasping at straws for, something minor and he throws out the the language barrier card or race card or whatever you want to call it to uh, draw attention away from the bad team i don't know like it just it just hit me really really wrong um because uh, I, like i said again i'm i'm into all these uh issues that the real issues that latin american players have so uh it just fell flat for me so that was frustrating uh adding to the frustration of this week but um all right, so let's do better this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have any quick predictions for the week coming up, record-wise? Man, if we've got so if we've got uh, two, two tigers, tigers, three Mets, three uh, uh, I, I just like Marlins, two Mets, two Mets because we'll be going uh, well because we'll have another show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's say so let's say yeah, two Mets, three Marlins, and and two, two tigers, tigers. That's seven. Uh, since we already dropped one to the Tigers, I feel like we got to win those two. We got uh, to me, we got to win every series. So let's go two more from the Mets. Let's go at least one and then maybe one other one next week from, uh, or sorry, Marlins and then, uh, one more for the Mets. So I'd say we got to go at seven games. We got to go at least five and two, uh, in, in these games. um, I think, um, I think that that would be that would redeem some of my frustrations from this last week. Is if we go five and two, I'd take four and three, but 
we we need we need five and two uh this week to to kind of keep pace and to make sure things are going right um and just to maintain like i said that sense of urgency that i that i feel again like going back to the comments i don't feel panicked like that's not necessarily the right word it's just frustration and and like hey guys no we need to we need to get this together and and be great going forward so yeah well said. <clears throat> but i didn't hear you yeah no so that's that's my thing five and two for me i i'm right there with you you said exactly what i wanted to say i we i'd like five and two four and three will be perfectly fine anything better than five and two is exceptional yeah uh, absolutely well, scavani needed to start it off tonight against the tigers keep yep. the momentum of how he's pitched the last couple times he pitched and how he pitched in the spring it's yep. been lights out so uh today they go forward. in just a little less than two hours so right. uh today. day day game today day game tomorrow again <laughs> we're all these day games <laughs> yep. can't get um, enough yeah right i i mean I love it. I'm looking forward to it today. Uh, I got my girl's birthday uh, tomorrow, and she already said she wanted to watch a little bit of baseball, so win. But You're raising them right. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right, man. Any anything else before we uh, before we close it down here? Uh, it's April fifteenth. Shout out to Jackie Robinson and everything he's done for baseball. Uh, you might want to explain it more. I know you wanted to touch on it. I, I did know. want to touch on it. And I totally forgot about it. But yeah, happy Jackie Robinson Day to those who celebrate. Uh, we'll be watching uh, 42. My family will be watching 42 today uh, to to kind of celebrate. I love the tradition. It's one of those traditions in baseball that's a newer tradition that I love. Guys wearing the number 42. Um, I mean, that'll be that'll be great. I, I love Jackie Robinson Day. I think it's worth. Uh, he's one of the few players that are worth. Um, kind of this league wide celebration and, and uh, respect and homage to. So I absolutely love it. Looking forward to seeing all the guys wearing 42, even though he was a Dodger. Um, well, it's, it's a great thing. So happy Jack and Robinson day to everyone who celebrates. We will see you guys next week uh, for another great show of facing the giants. Peace. Peace.